Welcome to season two of the Academic Architect PDO podcast. I want to begin by thanking all of you for your faithful support and for remaining steadfast, even though season two is way overdue. In this first episode, I want to lay the foundation beginning with the data. I want to introduce the raw data upon which this entire podcast information will be based. Race will be a frequent topic in season two. In fact, race will be discussed explicitly. So I want to make it clear my stance regarding race. For those who know me personally, you already know that I'm a people lover in that I have no significant racial prejudices or negative perception toward others based on race. But for those who are new to the Academic Architect PDO podcast and you don't know me personally, then to you, I will explain. I say that I have no racial prejudice in the context that regardless of who you are or where you're from, you're important to me. I have endearing relationships with members of many races. My first best friend is a black woman. The next three best friends are Caucasian women. My other close friends are Indian, Hispanic. Furthermore, I'm very close to my hairdresser and nail guy who happens to be Asians. Okay, so why am I telling you this? I tell you this to help you to see that I actively engage with people of all races and have relationships spanning over a course of 10 to 30 years. And I love them. So what I'm attempting to get across is that this podcast is for everyone but a lot of the information I will share concerns my own race. I'm a black woman and I, I will speak on behalf of the black children and I'll speak to all parents with a special outcry to parents of black children. However, again, I say that this podcast is for everyone. Therefore, if you're Caucasian or Asian or Hispanic, I will be speaking to you. Finally, I will reiterate that the Academic Architect PDO loves all people, regardless of their race, creed, culture, religion, or beliefs. So here's my disclosure. I will be sharing wonderful opportunities that are especially aimed minority families to encourage them to prioritize the best educational opportunities to the same level other races do. Nevertheless, if you are of any other race and you would like to take advantage of or participate in any shared opportunities, I welcome you. I welcome you with open arms and Happy hearts. The opportunities I will share are life-changing and it's for any family who wants it. 
So let's get started. The data is as follows. The most recent school data from the last two years, stretching back from 2015 and before that, shows that Black children especially were scoring in the lowest percentile across the nation. Regardless of the school district, Black children are in the last place in every academic scenario. Now, I thought about the best way to share the data. I thought about doing a screen share or posting the data in the description. Well, I believe it's best to review the data live in one of our upcoming parent information sessions. This way, you can check out the data for yourself, just in case there are any doubts regarding the information that I will share. I want to come across as serious, but not as an angry person. I want you to see me as someone who is on your side, like Harriet Tubman was on the side of the slaves. She kept trying to help them to see that they deserve to be free, that they were human who deserved the same rights and respect and equality as anyone else. Today, slavery, the slavery mentality is still actively penetrating the minds and hearts of this race. And it plays out in our approach toward education. To clarify my reference to slavery, I don't mean slavery as it applies exclusively to the past physical oppression of Black people. Instead, my reference applies more to the analogy of a caged bird held hostage for so many years that upon opening the cage's door, it refuses to fly to its freedom. It's the children that can and will change the trajectory of our life as a people, culture, and nation. If we're not careful, the proper approach to education could almost erase all the negative implications of our past. But of course, that's not what we want. Still, it would be good if we as a people would take advantage of education in a way that minimized the negative connotations of our past and propelled us toward mindsets of competence. When you look at the scores I mentioned earlier, it would be one thing if it was just a one school issue. It would also be one thing if it was just a few schools or just one district. It would even be one thing if it was just one state, but it's absolutely another thing when it's a national dilemma. And as far as my voice will reach, I will do my best in the time that is permitted to me to express my great concern for children 
people will become tomorrow's leaders, or I should say, our children who can either become tomorrow's leaders or tomorrow's new era slaves. So now you know where we're headed. And I hope you're up for the journey. It's gonna be an awesome ride. So come along and let's get building. Until next time, I'm the Academic Architect PDO signing off.